this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the Fitcast. Hello, and welcome to the Kesalkin Fonz Corona Cast. Uh, middle of May, here we are, right? We are in the middle of May, and we are still in Corona casting. Yes, mode. we are. <laughs> Shelter in place in varying regions across the country, depending on where you are. But um, uh, how are you doing there, partner? Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, I mean, I think I've gone through my 14th bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. Ah, um, we learned Probably that. over 100 cans of beer. Okay. <laughs> and countless miles on the Swift. <laughs> so we're, we're good. We're doing good. Very nice. We did learn last time uh, you do like the Marlboro region, uh, New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. What uh, specifically are you drinking right now? Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc. Johnny got it from Jewel. Oh, nice. What Jewel is the um, convenience store in the Chicagoland area. Do you know what label it is? Um, I don't. It's in the fridge. I don't feel like getting it, but okay. it's a new one. I haven't had it before. Oh, nice. Perfect. Something with bay in it, probably. That's awesome. Definitely. Um, I had that last evening. I was on a different Zoom call last night, so I enjoyed... Uh, I had some really nice uh sarvecchio cheese it's in the parmesan family i had some sarvecchio cheese and some wine last night it was wonderful beautiful since, since when did you get so fancy yeah i know it's weird but i really do like that cheese and it goes really well with the sauvignon blanc you know what they say the older you get the fancier you get did you just have a birthday or something i did i'm super you did just have a birthday. i did i turned uh 49 on tuesday may 12th Hey, Corona birthdays are different than other birthdays. It wasn't a big fanfare, no party, but uh, that's okay. I, I did enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, I had a birthday, so I, I enjoyed that. That's good. Yeah, I'm happy for you. I checked in with you throughout the day, and I know you did your favorite thing. So, yes, I, I played some disc golf like I did today. Um, Every day, it seems like. Well, that's what I do. It's it's a perfect <laughs> nothing spot. else to do. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot to do especially on a weekend when i like i do my research uh job on weekdays but on weekends it's like okay so i went and played uh disc golf it was a great course and i played it um nobody's ever there so it's like the most social distancing ever awesome so, uh, i played uh i i still haven't birdied a hole but i i will i will eventually but uh no it was a great day today with all the practice you're getting in you're sure to birdie yeah very promptly. And if nothing else, I'm just walking around in the sunshine throwing uh, little plastic discs at metal baskets. Amazing. Drinking beer. Drinking beer, too. That's the way to go. I, um, it was really great weather in Chicago today. It was probably like 65 and sunny today and gorgeous. I went for a nice long bike ride. I did a 10-mile brick run afterwards. I was a happy camper, so I opened Whoa. up that bottle of Sauvignon Blanc to celebrate. 10-mile brick, oh, yeah. brick run. How far was your bike ride? 60-mile bike ride. Oh, that's a whole day. Yeah, and 10-mile <laughs> run. And But, you know, I'm still doing this Ironman, even though it's been postponed indefinitely and there probably will not be racing this year. I'm still going to fucking do it. Like, I'm just going to do it. Damn and right. And you can... I'll probably have it on Facebook Live or something. We'll put it on the Facebook page, but I'm doing it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Even if you have to do the bike ride on Zwift. Even if I have to do the bike ride on Zwift. <laughs> but I do know someone 
What? That hosts a bunch of Zwift rides who can probably help me train for it on you Zwift. Do. If I have we've, to do it. we've talked about Zwift previously on the Corona cast. Um, and now you know someone who does the rides. I do. He hosts all the rides. And Who's Zwift that? was my favorite thing not too long ago. It was. It was. That's all we talked about. That's great. Yeah. But um, I do want to reintroduce to our listeners Jason Ward. Hello, Jason. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Yeah, so we had Jason on, was it a year ago? I don't know. My memory fades out. As soon as I finish editing, I, I load it up there and it's like, it's gone out of my memory. The past two months have been a whole year, so I really don't know how long. To <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were going to say, Jason? Jason, do you remember I'll- when you were on about how long ago it was? Yeah, it was a lot of alcohol ago. It was a lot, <laughs> lot's been, a lot's been consumed since then. So uh, my clock's a little off. We we drank some beer that night, didn't we? Yeah, you, we did. You put some down. Yeah, we had a few. Had sushi too. That's right. Oh yeah, I got sushi from the yeah. sushi place around here. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. I know. Well, sorry, since we're social distancing, we are not providing beer and sushi. That's sorry. Okay. I got plenty of alcohol here. It's okay. Awesome. Um, Fantastic. Do you currently have a beverage? Because Kesok and I do. You know what? Um, I just came in from a, uh, an hour and a half ride, so I just have a bottle of water. But I will have my official recovery beverage later today. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Get your, so get your water in your first. Yep. You just went out for a ride? How long of a ride did you go out for? Uh, it was 90 minutes. Mm. That was a Zwift ride, I'm assuming? Yeah, that was Zwift. All right. Was that our ride that you host? You host so many rides. So, yeah. So for my club, Major Taylor Chicago, um, I host personally, I lead three different rides, Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursday nights. They start at 630. They last for about an hour. And we sometimes do routes and badges. But um, yeah, just trying to keep people motivated and keep things moving. Um, I personally do three, but there are about 12 to 15 rides per week for the club. Wow. Uh, All on Anytime you want to fit in. Oh, yeah. Yep, all on Swift. Because right now for the club, all the uh, official rides, all the club rides have been canceled indefinitely until mm-hmm. um, well, until a whole bunch of stuff. So, Oh, this yeah. is Major Taylor. There was another guest we had that was talking about Major Taylor, right? Well, Jason was. Oh, um, but okay. Kathy Gray, Kathy Gray was yeah. on too. Yeah. So we did have two Major Taylor guests. And for those of our listeners who need a refresher, so mm-hmm. Major Taylor is a cycling club um all across the united states but the chicago chapter is is near and dear to to our heart i'm a member and jason's in leadership there um but major taylor was the first black u.s cycling champion so they definitely cater towards minority riders black riders but they're a community that that is open to all. So they're an awesome community. I actually saw a couple of major Taylor guys when I was out on my ride today and I did the little helmet tip and everyone's so friendly. So, well, and did we, did we learn like about the history? Like wasn't major Taylor, like the cycling career was like, uh, you can't be involved. You're black. He's like, fuck that. I'm involved. And then he just kind of pushed his way in and it became a super success. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, (laughs) that's pretty much the gist of it. That's Uh, the story. Yeah. It's a great story. If you read, uh, there's many books out there um, describing his life and uh, everything that he went through. But one of the instances was at the end of the race, the person who actually run the race because he was upset, the white racer actually choked Major Taylor out. Oh, God. (laughs) At the finish line, literally 
just got off his bike and choked him out. And it was, choked him it was actually incredible. Oh, that's disgusting. But, uh, well, we thank Major Taylor for fighting through all that to, uh, to create a good uh, cycling community. Yeah, Wonderful. that was really cool. Um, but, okay, so you have your Zwift rides. Can anybody join these Zwift rides? Do we have to follow you? Yeah, so if you want to get connected to the Zwift rides, the way Zwift makes it all work is that you have to follow whoever the ride leader is. So all you got to do is go into Zwift. You look for me. <clears throat> my name on Zwift is Jason Ward, and then I have MTC3 after my name. The reason why I have the MTC3 after my name is so if you go in and search for Zwifters and you just put an MTC3, you'll basically get like 50 people in my club. So that's a quick way to find everybody inside my club oh, cool. is by that little, <clears throat> the little MTC3 afterwards. But if you go on, you find me, you follow me, and then send me a little message somehow via uh, email, chat, Facebook. There's lots of ways to get a hold of me. Uh, my information is out there. Um, and then I'll add you to the list. I'll add you to the permanent invite for those rides. And I'll get you on the other rides for the group too. Awesome. And I am, I am on that list and I get the rides. I feel like every day there's a ride. Um, that I'm, that I'm invited to, so but I just want to, so I was gonna say I, a lot of our, a lot of our listeners probably don't know how Zwift works. So is it an app? Is it a program? Do you have to subscribe? How does this work? So it is a, uh, it is a pay as you go type thing. It's a monthly subscription, kind of like Strava is, okay. um, except it is a Zwift. Listen, at the end of the day, Zwift is a game. It's literally a game. It has achievements. It has experience points. It has badges. Um, it has a lot of the same mechanics as a regular game, except you're on your, the controller is basically <laughs> your bike with your sensors. Got it. And you're riding and your guy is moving. You can ride in groups. It's a, it's a good time. Um, but it's a, it's a virtual cycling application. And depending on what equipment you have kind of judges what kind of experience you have. You can go into this with a more basic setup of just like a regular um, manual trainer and just a speed sensor on your bike, like you would normally have for outdoor riding, yep. or you can go all the way to having a, you know, like a $1,500 tax Neo um, a smart trainer where you can actually feel the rumble of the cobbles in the game. No, wait, is that yeah. a real thing? Yes, it, that's a $1,400 trainer though, yeah. Um, and it varies the resistance, so as you're going up hills, it's much diff more difficult to, um, to, to actually pedal and you have to put down more power. Is there a feature? Is there a feature where like a bee flies into your helmet and stings the top of your head? Yeah, for real. Give it the real experience. <laughs> so they're releasing a new patch next month. Uh, murder hornets are going to be. In the just gonna, just gonna be There's a murder hornet in your helmet. Oh my <laughs> god! Murder, hornet, in Zwift, murder so, yeah. helmet. Murder hornet in my helmet. That's right. That would suck. Yeah, you have to put something in your helmet before you put your helmet on for your indoor bike. It's like, uh, why do I have to do this? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> why is there a sensor in the helmet? You'll find out. You'll find out. <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's just a little razor blade. Why? I don't know why that's in there. <laughs> oh, that would be ridiculous. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for introducing everybody to Zwift. Download that app, set up your account, and uh, go find some rides. Yeah, search MTC3 Major Taylor Cycling Club Chicago. Cycling Club Chicago are the three C's. And Jason Ward, so, perfect. Yeah, search for Jason. All righty, what do we got on store today? Well, you know, I have a game planned, but based on this conversation, I want to change the game to oh. incorporate murder hornets. And <laughs>
Not summer in Chicago without some murder hornet. Um, but no, I have a game planned. And so when you guys were in college, I know Fonz, it was a while ago for you. Ouch. Yeah. I had to do one dig. I'm not the only old one on this fit cast, I'm told. Well, Jason's still younger than you. That's true. Oh, I get to poke my one. Okay, I did my one old guy joke. Um, so did you ever play Never Have I Ever? Of course. Jason, have you ever played that game? Uh, no, actually I haven't. You haven't? It is time. Okay, well. No, I have not actually. Well, so normally when you play Never Have I Ever, it's like stuff that you've done. Oh, it could get really sexual and inappropriate. Yep. We are not going to play the inappropriate version of this game. Yeah. We are going to play Never Have I Ever, the cycling slut version. Oh, cycling slut, okay. So the aim of this game is to figure out who's the cycling slut and who's the cycling prude. So how many cycling-related things have you done and which ones have you never, ever done? So I've got a list here. And we're going to go around and we're going to play Cycling Never Have I Ever. Okay, let's do it. All right. Okay, so, and you get a point. Keep track of your own points. I, I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> so it's one point if you have done the thing. Got it. And it's zero points if you have not done the thing. What's so our it's total? Never How many have do we I have? Ever. Like 10, 20, 30? Um, I don't know. There's like between 10 and 10 and 12. Like, no, there's like 15. There's like okay. 15, but I'm adding in another one. All right. Okay. So who goes first? Um, we'll have Jason go first. All right. We'll have Jason Fonz and then me. Got it. That's how okay. we'll do it. All right. So never have I ever biked every day of the week. So this is the part where I say I've done it or not. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I've I've definitely every day of the week, of course. Yeah. Many, many times. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So have I. I in fact, yeah. I mean, I that's my tra- it's my mode of transportation. So yeah. I have to. I I don't think I have. Really? There I might have like divvied every day of the week, but I cannot be certain that I have biked every day of the week for a full week. Oh, how about that? All right, you guys are sluts and I'm a prude. All right, zero points for KSL. Zero points for me. All right, never have I ever raced in a crit. I've I've raced in several crits. Yes, you have. And you're yeah. damn good several. at them, too. Several. I do not know what a crit is. is that... Oh, Jason, do you want to explain what a What's criterion a race is? Oh, criterion. Got what it. a criterion race is? It, you uh-huh. know what NASCAR is, right? Yep. Or they keep making those left turns over and over and over oh, again. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of a short yeah. course. A crit's kind of the same thing. Um, it's just a, a short lap. Usually it's less than a mile. And you just keep, you keep going usually for time, 30 minutes, 60 minutes. Okay. And uh, first one finishes wins. Is that the same? It's not now, and maybe it's different, but like the velodrome, where, where they're like, they're, you don't race for time. You're in a group and you race to win, and they're all sort of like, yeah. Like they, at some point they end up stopping because they don't want to be leading because they want to draft and they get higher up on the bank. Is that is that also criterium? That no, different? that's that's track racing. That's in oh, a velodrome. Track. Okay. That's oh, yeah. Track racing. That's different. Okay. But for, for, a, for a crit race, it, it's not you against the clock. It's you against everybody else. So oh, yeah. that's like a cool feature of it that I'm not <clears> used to as a triathlete. I'm like, oh, I got to go fast to go fast. But if everyone else goes fast, you got to go faster in a crit. So that's pretty cool. 
It's a very good And time. drafting's allowed, obviously, because you're so close to each other. Well, you're usually rubbing elbows and rubbing hips, oh. bumping elbows. Ooh. It's uh, if the person Ooh, getting in front, down and dirty. Yeah, if the person in front of you goes down, you're all in trouble. Yeah, everybody's oh, going down. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's bad. Lots of collarbones get broken. Yep, collarbones. I can imagine, and wrists. Well, once mm-hmm. again, Jason is the biggest slut in the group, cycling slut. Uh, I have not raced in a crit either, but I have spectated them, and they are very fun to spectate. I believe it. I believe it. Um, and you guys already kind of alluded to my next one. Never oh. have I ever ridden on a velodrome. You know, I've never ridden on a velodrome, but uh, there was one in South Chicago. Um, and the yes, year that there it was. Yeah, the year that it got torn down, not torn down, but the year that it actually closed, my wife had actually bought me an annual uh, membership the year it closed, and I had to get it refunded. Because oh, I had man. planned on I planned on racing on that velodrome. It was awesome. Um, and lately, I bought a track bike, so uh, I have no, no place to ride it Ooh. now. I have to go way up to Northbrook, so it's way too far. But I have not raced on a track. I've never been on one, but uh, that's on my list. How about that? Now, what awesome. in the... What is it, like a tenth of a mile probably or something like that-ish? I don't know what a real, real velodrome would be. They're, they're all different sizes as far okay. as I know. And um, the, the angle of the banks can even be different. They can yeah. be steep or not so steep. And that was my question is how, how steep does that get? Like 20 degrees or probably not? No, more. the one in Chicago was like 45 degrees. It what? was insane. It was, if you go too it was slow, tiny. you're going to fall off. <laughs> No, if you fall, if you go too slow and you're too high up, you will slip down for sure. Oh my god! Wow. Especially in the winter, if it's icy. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I have not, although the Austin Velodrome is not an official velodrome. That's just what they call it. It's a uh, that 5K track in South Austin. That's just a wonderful. Oh, that thing is so cool. Trailing through the woods and all that stuff. It's wonderful. That's what they call it. But it's not. No, it's not a. It's not a track with banks and short. It's. So uh, I will give myself a half point because it's called that, even though it's not a real one. Okay. Well, that's more points than I'll get. I've never ridden on a velodrome and clearly lack the skill to stay upright on a 45 degree angle. So I'm not going to try. It is cool to see those races though, because like they're not racing to get the fastest time. They're just racing to win. And if that requires stopping on your bike, so everyone else stops, then that's what you do. Kind of cool to watch the racing. I guess. One strategy. You've got the strategy, right, Hans? Well, plus you use that, that bank because you're up higher, so you can get up nice and high, and then if everyone else is down below, you've got a little gravity advantage to try to catch them. So that's another cool... Uh... Mm-hmm. Also very dangerous. I imagine collarbones still. Collarbone problems. Yeah, there's... Uh, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that's some of the same stuff, yeah. Getting tangled up in bikes, yeah. Yeah. Wow, wild. Okay. Well, this is the perfect segue into the next... Never have I ever question. Never have I ever crashed. Oh, I've, well, I've crashed. I've crashed multiple times, multiple ways. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like you're bragging a little bit. I have, I have a video of me doing some downhill mountain biking and flipping over the front of my oh, handlebars. Oh, my God, <laughs> it's so a, scary. I was wearing a GoPro on my chest, and all you see is, uh, you see my shadow on the ground, and you see nothing but arms and feet. <laughs> you see the sky yeah it's uh it's it's actually on youtube somewhere um all right so all our I've, listeners I've can google jason ward mountain bike crash and you'll <laughs> oh, find yeah. it on youtube we'll find it we'll post it on our page just so <laughs> we got it. We find it. it's, it's out there 
Um, Hans, have you crashed? I have now in several different ways. I've never had like a crash mm-hmm. like Jason's talking about. Maybe it was like dirt biking when I was a kid. But I would say most of my quote unquote crashes are uh, on my road bike at stop signs and stoplights when I can't get my foot out of the clip. Oh, no. That's <laughs> they're the super, worst. They're super slow motion. You're just standing there and it's just like the bike stops and all of a sudden you start to panic in your foot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, here I go. It's too late now. And then you fall and you get the curb and the little median and the car behind you is like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just an idiot. Yeah, I also have. That's my first point. Hey, you get a point. Three, I know. two and a half. I, um, what my worst crash was, I hit by a car <laughs> um, probably 10, 12 years ago in Chicago. And um, it went to court and the driver had the audacity. He had a stop sign that he didn't stop at. And he had the audacity to tell the police officer, well, she told me, she waved me on and told me I could go through the stop sign. I'm like, what cyclist would do that? You are an idiot. But they threw the book at him, so it was all good. I did get doored twice in Chicago. So once uh, was a passenger side door and it wasn't too bad. I just kind of bounced around between the cars. The other one is really bad on Lincoln Avenue going north. Oof. Um, truck sat there for a while. Like it was one of those, like the guy parked, sat there for a minute while or two minutes while he was like figuring out when to get out or where he was going or directions. And then I came up and I was probably going about 15 miles an hour, Lincoln. And then uh, that door opened and boom. Oh, those are the worst. Jason, have you gotten doored? No, I'm. <laughs> I stay away from all cars at all costs, Good even, if it, idea. even if it drives me Seriously. into traffic. I can't handle getting doored. That's yeah. wow! Oh my god, that, was, that could literally—you could die from that, or get very, yes. very, very hurt from that. So. I was it's actually an instant stop. Yeah. yeah, it was. Well, so what happened is I was on my hybrid, so those handlebars, and I kind of got out of the way, but my right handlebar hit the door, so my front tire just completely turned right so my car my bike stopped i flipped over the whole the whole bike sort of spun clockwise and i fell off i sort of got off and if you can imagine the bike spinning clockwise i landed on my right foot going 15 miles an hour and the ankle just gave out and then i fell forward and hit my helmet Everybody wear helmet, safety first. On the um, the hitch of the truck that was in front of me in traffic. Oh, my God. So, That's bad. But I had my helmet on. So the only thing got hurt was my ankle just got absolutely trashed. But then I'm lying there, and the car behind me sort of was – traffic was only going 10 miles an hour. So they uh, they all stopped. But, like, I hit my head on that hitch – had my helmet, unfortunately, and then looked up and there was a car just coming right at me. And fortunately, he stopped. Yeah, that was scary. <laughs> I was on my way to my acupuncturist and uh, I got there. I'm like, yeah, I just got in an accident. <laughs> just stick all the needles in me well, now. She did. She's like, what happened? Because I came limping in and she's like, I did this. And like, while she's working on me, she's like, this is getting really bad. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, fortunately, uh, season four of Arrested Development came out that weekend, and I just spent the whole weekend eating pizza and watching Arrested Development. That's probably what everyone's doing now during quarantine, if you're not <laughs> biking. 
sorry, we got sidetracked a little bit. Uh, well, okay. So on a lighter note, okay. never have I ever done a snot rocket. Oh, oh I've, <clears throat> I've actually practiced how to do them, and do them correctly. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, I've, what is I've, the correct form? I've, I've gone out of my way to try to figure out how to do it properly and in a group. In a group? To, oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to drop to the back, obviously. You got to drop off the back and then you can do it. But uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've oh, done snot sure. rockets a yes. few times. You're a snot rocket pro. Well, I have. If you have allergies, you got to figure it out one way or another. So, mm-hmm. well, and here's the thing, and this is what I was going to say like, it, it is a cycling question, but it's not uh, exclusive to cycling. I would say today is Friday, Saturday. I would say the over under on number of snot rockets I've done this week is 150. <laughs> Well, you're spreading the Rona. <laughs> yeah. You are I, really spreading the Rona. I have had bad allergies and I wake up in the morning and my, cause I think I'm allergic to something like in the house. So, um, when I get out and run, it all just starts going. So the whole time I'm running, I'm just, just everywhere. So, yeah. but I'm in the, you know, it's, it's, I'm running trails. So it's, uh, there's nobody around. It's just, just not rocking in the thing. So I'm going to give myself, uh, 300 points for that. Okay, whatever you say, Fonz. Well, I get one point for that. I've done for lots sure. of snot rockets. Any today? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know if I did any on my bike, but I did plenty on my run. Mm-hmm. Oh, count it. Yeah, once you get good at it, it's just like, it's kind of like just breathing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> aggressively, aggressively breathing through oh. your nose. <laughs> okay, never have I ever peed on the bike. Now, you, can exactly I ask her? Can I mean? get a clarification? Clarify. Like, yeah, like like yeah. the bike Peed. is sitting in the corner, and I walk Peed. over. I'm like, I'm just gonna go pee on my like. Peed. To market is my territory. Peed while you're riding your bike, oh, not okay. peed on the bike when it's in a corner. You definitely okay. do not get points for that. You need to go seek help. <laughs> I, um, have I actually peed on the while riding the bike? Yes, I have. Oh, um, boom! There's a lot of con- there's a lot of cornfields out here. And when the corn is high, no one can see. No anything. one can see. Exactly. I'm in the Nobody can house. see. But then well, again, I've also actually peed on my bike too. So well, yeah, I was going to say, oh I've used the cornfield, but on, while you're driving, yeah. while you're riding. Have you peed while riding? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you? I have not. I've always used the cornfield. So regardless of the height of the corn. So Racine uh, triathlons in late July. So that corn's pretty high. So I've always used the cornfields. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too interested in stopping. That uh, <laughs> it, it's too obvious when you stop for me. I don't know. I've I've done it, but only during races. Otherwise, I'll stop and pee. But during a race, I don't stop. I just pee, and I don't even like do anything special. I literally just sit there and pee while I'm like. <laughs> oh no! I might stand up a little bit, but that's it. You can wash it off. It's fine. I'm just worried about the people behind you and those drips start uh, dripping off. No drafting. It's fine. <laughs> now that's a triathlete. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. a triathlete thing. That, that's hardcore. Wow. I've not, yeah, I've not done that though. Well, cause you, your equipment's a little different. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have an out, I have an Audi. So it, uh, <laughs> Male privilege right there. Male yeah. privilege. <laughs> I have seen I have seen in a triathlon the uh 
a, a little stream coming off one of the guy's heels. I'm like, yep, I know what's coming off his heel because that's, yeah. uh, that's where it ends up. Okay, uh, this one is especially for Jason. I added this one in especially for him. Never have I ever owned more than five bikes. <laughs> he's looking around. <laughs> he's, he's turning around. around and looking at them because they're literally in the frame right there's, now. There's, there's four bikes in this room right now. <laughs> so I, uh, I, own, I currently own seven bikes. Seven. Oh N plus God. one is the real rule there, huh? The N plus one rule. Now, when we were on the cast last time, you were just getting a new bike. Yeah, that'd be the actually that's the one behind me. Is it, is it I Ebony? Is that what you named her? No, uh, this one is actually unnamed. Unnamed, but they all have women's names. They all have stripper names. Yeah, half of them do. <laughs> I, I I sort of stopped once I got too many bikes. It was hard to start naming them again. But um, this is the one I built. I mean, this is a podcast, so you can't see it, but um, we're on Zoom. She's but it's very a, pretty. It's a uh, it's a Niner RLT nine. It's a carbon carbon frame. It's an endurance Oof. bike, and uh, it's got the new uh, Force Axis uh, ETAP one by system oh, on it. Oh, nice! So How's one, that working out? It's one by twelve. Ah, oh, it's working out great. I got the. Uh, I ended up ordering the power meter, so I got a little. My birthday was a few days ago, and uh, I had a bit to drink that night. And uh, apparently, I did some drunk buying. Oh, and a nice. power meter. A power meter was sitting in my cart. And I must have closed it out and bought it. So <laughs> you're like, I oh, bought fuck the power it. meter. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, that's the story you're telling your wife, huh? I don't know how it <laughs> happened. It was just sitting there, and then it showed up at our door. <laughs> so it took, it took like 20 minutes to install it, and it, it uh, works perfectly. Beautiful. Nice. So, big fan. But no, yeah, I definitely uh, own more than five bikes. Uh, uh, I know the answer is no for you. I have not. It's close, though. You say no, but like, I've had three. Threes, I think, is where I capped out. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah at three. a time. I forgot to mention at a time. Yeah, yeah. I've had three at a time. That's that's the most I've had. One, two, three. Yeah, four. Nope, nope. Three, three. I got. I traded. <laughs> well, so because like I bought one and got rid of another one, so technically I may have owned them at the same time, which would have been four, but um, it was a bit of a short time. So all right. Yep, zero. Either way, it's not five. How about Kesok? You. Okay, let's see. My racing bike, my road bike, my mountain bike, and the tandem. It counts tandem. as a half. Yeah, I was gonna so say three that. and well, a half. No, so it counts as half of two bikes. So it does count as a bike. All right, so four. All right, four. Okay. But then well. if you count my husband's bikes, we're in trouble. Yeah, because he's got... Oh, he's he, got a lot. He would get a point on this, right? He would get... Yeah, he's, he has five right now. You know what? I will give you... I'm keeping score. I will give you half a point for that. All right. So... Still not catching Jason. No, it's going to be hard because he has zero zeros next to his name. Mm, Start off with no. He has one zero. Yeah, the velodrome one. Yeah, the velodrome. Oh, the velodrome. Okay. Yeah. But you gave yourself 300 funds, so I don't know what's going on anymore. I have 303 and a half right now. Okay. Never have I ever been stung by a murder hornet during my ride. A murder? No, I've I've never been stung by a murder hornet. I've been stung by a bee or something thereof, but not a murder hornet. <laughs> something there, yeah. Yeah, I heard those are I heard those are different. It's a different kind of sting. That's a different oh like you're not finishing your bike ride type sting. No, you're you're done instantly. You're done. <laughs> that's uh, it forever. That's that's worse than the Rona. So, uh, Jason, yeah, question. So, like for me, I've I think I've probably been stung by a bee probably twice. 
Um, once uh, B got in my jersey, and it just kind of blah blah mm. blah. Uh, the other was in the helmet. Have you ever had the helmet one where it gets in the air? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's no fun. How many uh, how many bee stings do you think you've had on the ride on rides? Uh, me personally, maybe a half a dozen. Okay. Most of all of them are um, a couple were on my arms, but most were in the helmet. But I wear a cycling cap. And and uh, that that, yeah, that, helps. that helps, but it uh, they've gotten me. You end yeah. up with a big old welt on top of my head. I'm bald too, so it's yeah. real obvious. I yeah. got stung by a wasp that was stuck in my helmet multiple times on my forehead, and so I just oh. had a bunch of these, like four of them, on my forehead. And the worst part was I had to stop and like take my helmet off and like get the thing out well, of there. Yeah, that's oh. the panic part of it. This is a nice little. Uh, uh glimpse into the life of cyclists for non-cyclists or like why do you get stung on your head well because you have those air vents in your helmet and yeah mm-hmm, and that's where they like to go like if yeah. you hit one they're gonna latch onto that and be like oh warm skin <laughs> right and they're stuck in there and there's nothing you can do and then they panic and you panic and it's it's a shit show yeah and wasps bite so when a wasp gets in your helmet it's not like a one sting and done they're just gonna keep biting until they feel safe and they're not feeling safe anytime soon I guess not. Yikes. Um, but no murder hornets for me. Just no regular wasps and bees. <laughs> All right. Everybody gets a point one because everyone gets a point. <laughs> point one. No, one tenth of a point because Okay, that's... fine. Yeah, because the wasp is the tenth of the size of a murder hornet. Exactly. Okay, we have two more. Um, never have I ever raced someone who didn't know we were racing. Oh, Jason, I feel like you do that all the time. That's that's called, that's called a group ride. (laughs) There you go. That's that's every group ride ever. Even on Zwift, even on Zwift, it's still, come on. I mean, I, I'm just taking it easy today, guys. As Jason pumps out 350 watts. It's just an easy day, I swear. It's just, I'm out here to spin my legs. Come on. (laughs) I did a hard ride this morning. I'm just recovering. I do enjoy, so I'm going to take a point because I'm sure I've done that, but more enjoyable when I do, when I, more so when I used to do the longer uh, triathlons, oftentimes, because I'm not the fastest cyclist, so I would, uh, I'd be cruising and it's usually speed of the women about my age or a few years younger and uh, we'd kind of ride together and we'd just pass each other, like, because I'm a lot bigger, so like, They'd pass me going up the hill. I'd pass them on the straightaways and going down. They'd pass me up the hill. I'd, so it's, you're kind of like riding with somebody, not really racing, but I, I enjoy that until the very end. And then as we all know in the triathlon world, the very end of your triathlon bike is downhill. So I get that advantage at the end. Yay. Jason, I, you know what? Jason, you're not a triathlete, right? Oh, he's done triathlons? Oh, okay. Yeah, back in 2013 and 14, that's how, that's how I got into cycling, actually. I got into triathlons, did a couple of those, did uh, the Chicago Tri, Naperville, a few other local ones, some small ones. Um, You've done the indoor one at the HF Racquet Club, because that's where I met you. Oh, yeah, I've won that one before. I got first yeah. place in it one year. L- literally, I see this, and Jason <clears throat> is, well, you're not as big anymore, I don't think, but you were a really big guy. And you just see him like pounding it out, like sub eight minute miles on the treadmill. I'm like, who the hell is this guy <laughs> running? So this big guy running so fast on the treadmill. And then he ended up winning that year. And I'm like, I got to get to know this guy. And I ended up joining Major Taylor and we've nice. gone on rides together. And yeah, 
So he's a, he's a person. Yeah. Then the very next year, the club completely changed the rules about the race. <laughs> so it wasn't so bike heavy anymore. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just cause, just cause I crushed it on the bike. It didn't even matter what I really ran or swam. No, but you were, I'm so. telling you, you were so impressed. Like, I'm a runner. I, I know one, when I see one, I was like, who is this guy running like this? Like he's a mutant. <laughs> um, oh, that's beautiful. Kesak, have you uh secret raced? Oh yeah. I do it all the time. I do it like just when I'm out, but that's it's, right. it's not like, Oh, I want to beat you. It's like, I need a goal to push me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have somebody to kind of race against, I'm not going to get pushed. So Oh, you know what? I remember. Oh, now I can. I, I'm gonna interrupt. I'm gonna tell my yeah. story. The first time I secret raced somebody was in my very first triathlon, and there was this girl I was trying to catch. I was trying to catch her. I was trying to catch her, and uh, I eventually did. Like right at the end of the race, and you know how like you have the age on the back of your calf. Yeah. She had a 13 on the back of her. Calf. You've told this story before. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> took a while but i got her <laughs> oh my god you ran down a 13 year old <laughs> i did okay Four imagine million. if you did that now you'd have the 49 on your calf and then you ran her down and she would be like oh i just got beat by an old 49 year old yeah well that would be fair though because a uh, 13 year old probably has a distinct advantage over a 49 year old as opposed to 20 yeah, 26 yeah now no for sure <laughs> Oh, all right. Sorry to interrupt your story. No. Well, uh, I was, I mean, I just do it all the time. I race people all the time. It's nothing against them. It's just, that's how I get motivated. I can't race Jason though. Jason and Dan, I'm still trying to catch. Dan Lawler is uh, another fast one who I ride with who I can't catch. We'll have to tag him in this. We will definitely tag him in this. Okay. Last question. Last, never have I ever, never have I ever matched my outfit to my bike. What kind of question is that? Of course. <laughs> I, have, I have shoes just to match. I have, I have specific shoes to wear to just match certain bikes. Don't have you an have a pair. bike? Look, you see the orange? I, I have orange in this bike here that you guys can see on Zoom. Yeah. But I have an orange pair of shoes that I usually wear with it. And I have a red pair of shoes, black, yellow. I got a bunch of different pairs of shoes and they match all my different bikes. So uh, absolutely. You have to coordinate. That's the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. You got to look good on the bike. You have to. Well, I'm, I'll give you a point for that. Um, I don't know if you get a point or you lose a point for that, but that's okay. He gets a point for that. That was a whole question. Uh, you, you, okay. You get a, a case of confounds fit cast points, but you may lose points in the world for that. I am lucky if I even match my socks when I'm getting dressed in the morning, much less my shoes to my bike. Yeah, that uh, I've never done that intentionally. It, it may have happened accidentally. Definitely not. But uh, yes, I. Uh, Jason is showing us his beautiful orange shoes over the over the Zoom that match the bike nicely. That is, uh, yeah. All right, I have not. Kesak, what about you? I've done it. I'm not as hardcore as Jason, but I do have my white shoes and my black shoes to go with my bikes. I have different jerseys based on which bike I'm using. I have different yep. helmets, but not, yep. I don't, I have like two or three of each, not like five different pairs of shoes. So Jason wins, but good point. Wow. And wins the game for sure. Is this, oh more, yeah. Do we have more yeah. questions or is that the last question? Oh, that's it. We're, we're doing 10. Wow. So we're, that Jason definitely wins. Wow, hey, Kristen, got... 
Do you yes. mind if I slip? So I've never played this before. Do you mind if I try one? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Kristen, you'll go first. So never have I ever worn a dirty kit. Oh, I've done it. I've done it. A, a dirty kit? Yeah, I, just a just a kit that you've previously worn, but you're you're wearing it again for whatever reason. What's this? I've word? done it. I, 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 I'm sorry. Wait, wait. What's a kit? Like your jersey and your shorts, like what you wear oh, to bike. Like an outfit? Is that cycling term for outfit? Yeah, like your outfit. Oh. oh, I've done it. I will rinse them and then wear them again. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess the longer the longer sort of bike weekends or bike trips, you're gonna you're gonna put that on and not wash it. Yeah, I've done that. I didn't call it a kit. Okay, I feel like you've never done that, Jason. I feel like you have too many cycling clothes to have to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I've never done it while I've been like at home. But just like Fawn said, you know, if you're out, yeah, if you're at an event or if you're remote, there's there's no way you're going to be washing kits. And you know, if it's a multi day event, there's yeah. who knows, you know. So, yeah, definitely, definitely have to uh, uh, make do with what you have. That was a good one. That is a good one. I panicked one time in the transition and I put my bike shorts on backwards and didn't realize it until I was a couple miles into the bike. Oh, that's got to hurt. Yeah. It's like it's, something feels weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. And then you're like, it's like, what is this? <laughs> it's a little, little crowded up front. <laughs> oh, my God. But what that was a good one. That's all yeah. I've got. I don't know if you've got any more. That was good. No, those are great, great questions and a great game. Um, yeah, uh, Jason, you definitely won by many, many, many points. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I've kind of, yeah, I'm a big bike, I'm a bike slut. All yeah. right, I'll just admit it. The first, the first step to recovery is to admit you have a problem. And I certainly, <laughs> if you ask my wife, I definitely have a problem. Like I'm far gone. Uh, yeah, if you well, see we're, we're going to side with your wife here because we're smart and you should always do that too. <laughs> I got to keep her on her toes though. And I will not require you to answer this question, um, but our, our listeners can think about this. Um, what is the amount of money that you've spent on cycling equipment and gear in your entire life? Oh, Jason's in trouble. <laughs> you don't have to answer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get you kicked out of your house. But, uh, yeah, of, uh, our listeners, if you uh, have a good uh, input on that, email us at kselkfonsfitcast at gmail.com. kselkfonsfitcast at gmail.com and tell us uh, $10,000, $20,000, dollars maybe for some people. That could be uh, – that's probably likely in uh, some of our listeners. Yeah, I have I have no idea. I'd have to sit down and try to itemize things. I purposely I, I don't think you should though. No, I that's really that'd be a bad idea. I and I never will because you know, until recently, I never even had all my bikes in one room or in one place at one time. I just didn't want my wife to see them all in one place. <laughs> so certainly not gonna sit down and look for receipts and try to yeah, itemize no, no, it. No. <laughs> no. And the computers and the pedals and the helmets oh, and the pumps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's it all so adds much. Up. Everything was over the top. I don't do anything small. So. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Okay, well, uh, excellent. Well, should we move on to our segments? We shall. Um, what is the order of our segments here? Let's do our mailbag first. And mailbag is sponsored by New Hope Animal Rescue. Yay. Still uh, saving animals. I saw some... Uh, 
a little baby, tiny little kitten that got abandoned who's being bottle fed right now uh, and looking for a home. So uh, super cute, bottle fed, probably about definitely under a pound, probably a half pound kitten that needs uh, needs a foster. So uh, thank you to New Hope for sponsoring our mailbag. Um, you got an email there? I got one. I am logging on to our email. Okay, I'll read mine. While you're logging on, I will read mine. Um, And I got called out here by a a listener, Jackie in Chicago. Fonz, you were drinking a spotted cow. How the hell did you get a spotted cow, she says. Well, I have a uh, confession. Good question. I am uh, hiding out coronavirus up in Door County, Wisconsin. So, um... Lots of spotted cow up here in Door County. That's why I've been doing trail runs and enjoying my spotted cows. So uh, that is how I got the spotted cow. It's a beautiful, beautiful beer. I'm drinking one right now, as a matter of fact. So um, that that is where that goes. Uh, Jason, have you ever had a spotted cow? I've had more than my fair share of spotted cow. I have a case. <laughs> I literally have a case of it in the next room. Oh, how about that? Because uh, my wife and I were just in Wisconsin uh, a few months back. So I had to pick up a case on the way through. Of course you did. Well, Because they go. don't sell it anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. You have to get it there. You exactly. have to. So uh, I bought a 12-pack today. Okay, Sock, you've had spotted cow. Oh, yeah. I've had spotted cow. I've had all the other, like, varietals of New Glarus beer. So good. All right. I have an email. All right. Let's hear um, it. This is actually a question for Fiona. Um, so we'll have to, we'll have to get her take on it and maybe put it in here, but question for Fiona, how do you know? And if you, you don't remember, Fiona was the, um, coach, the triathlon and running coach that we interviewed two weeks ago. Last podcast. Yep. Yep. And she's, this person is asking, how do you know when athletes need a rest week versus when they're just not trying hard enough? Oh, that's a brutal question. That's a really brutal question. But you've got to be able to tell, like, if someone's actually run down because they've done a lot of hard workouts versus if they're phoning it in. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a coach, but uh, I I would not be good at that. I tell you that. That's not my skill. That someone would be like, I'm tired. I'm like, cool. That's on you. Go for it. Take a break. Whatever. But I think if that's true to a point, it is on the athlete. And if you're going to phone it in, that's on you. And yeah, so you can take whatever rest weeks you want to, but. I'm going to disagree with you on that because sometimes yes, but it's also the coach's job. The reason that those people are paying a coach is so that the coach keeps them accountable. Call them out. Like yeah, that. that's true. So Jason, what do you think? Have you seen that? Have you uh, pushed people? Um, not from a coaching perspective, but just from my own, my own numbers. I love numbers. I absolutely adore numbers. Um, I usually use uh, the, the numbers inside the fitness and freshness graphs inside Strava. So I can see where my fitness and my freshness is. And if yeah. my freshness is going down, then I know that I'm, I'm doing a little too much and I need to back off and recover a little bit. So, so you have an actual... Yeah, there's a lot of metrics you can use, so... Yeah. yeah, it's part of the Strava Premium, and I typically am writing with a power meter, so it's pretty good data. That's such a scientific way to figure things out. So efficient. I'm just like, yeah, I just had one too many uh, spotted cows last night, so I'm taking a day. <laughs> yeah, it that's, that's Yeah, that, that does happen. <laughs> that, happens, that happens to a lot of cyclists and a lot of triathletes. <laughs> 
and a lot of runners. All right, let's move on to our favorite things segment. You of my favorite, favorite things. Yeah. All right, this is my favorite segment. Yeah, this one is brought to us by Good Speed Cycles. Thanks, Good Speed. You the best. We love you. Um, Good Speed is going by appointment only right now, so you can't go into their store, but you can drop off your bike and you can meet them in the parking lot. Social distancing. Um, they're awesome. So, okay. Jason, you remember this segment. So, we're going to go first, give you a little time. You got to tell us what your favorite thing from the last week, month, or year is, whatever you right. come up with. I 100% for sure know what my favorite thing is, and I'm going to show it to you guys on Zoom. Uh, that's not going to be helpful because our, our list is well, not a video But cast. I'm going to explain what it is. So I recently invested in a mask Okay. for your face, for, for Corona, yep. that is made out of a breathable wicking and cooling material. Wow. So it's going to be so happy in the summer. I'm going to have it on, wow. and I'm going to be protecting, and I'm going to be so cool. Oh. And it's got a pretty rainbow design on it. So. Yeah, I would say it looks very colorful. So that's yes. uh, that's very cool. Where'd you get that? Did you make it? Amazon? Um, so it is from um, DeSoto Sports. Okay. And they have like a cooling line, like of cooling sleeves and a cooling jacket. Oh. Um, so, so they took their fabric that they're usually yes. selling shirts. Nice. So that's something um, I actually took it on my ride today. I didn't wear it on the ride because you can properly social distance out in the burbs. Right. But um, like when I went into stores and when I like did my pit stops, I would put it on and it was really nice just to have. And it wasn't super hot on my skin. Oh, very Everything. nice. We are not sponsored by DeSoto, but <laughs> I actually used to be sponsored by them. I could give them a call. All right. Perfect. Beautiful. Um, well, let's... Uh... I'll move on to mine, and then uh, while I'm thinking of that, Jason, you can come up with yours. My favorite thing is actually a person. Is it me, fun? No. Oh, you didn't have to. I didn't at all, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> it is Dr. Ken Jong. You know Ken Jong? Oh, yeah. Yes, you do. Did you know he was a doctor? Uh, yes, I did know that. He is. So for those of you who are listening, he is a comedic actor, comedian. What was he in that was really famous? So I am listening to a new podcast I'm going to talk about that he's in. But uh, most people would know him from The Hangover and Hangover 2. That's what it was, yeah. So he, uh, um, he's super funny. So he's, um, I believe he's Korean, and uh, he's an actual physician and practiced being a physician for a while and then decided that he was super funny. So I saw him on community. He was uh senior Chang on community and super funny, funny guy on the community. And they have a podcast now, the darkest timeline, Ken Jong and Joel McHale, Joel McHale. Oh, have, that's uh, a funny duo. <laughs> they do. They are that, great. They're going to be funny. They are. Now here's the thing. The podcast has about the sound quality of ours, which is like not great. <laughs> Um, and it's pretty much an average podcast, but he is so funny. They talk about, cause he's a physician. So like they do, they do humor, they do, um, emails and Twitter posts. And they brought in like, they brought in Gillian Jacobs and Danny Pudi from uh community. And they talk about the show and, um, he gives us a little medical advice and acting stuff. It's super fun. So, um, yeah, my favorite thing is Dr. Ken Jong. Thank you for entertaining. Because, you know, during Corona Cast, you get tired of, like, all the doom and gloom, and you just want, you know, 
Ken Jong to be entertaining you, but also have the information. So we appreciate uh, him very much. So um, favorite thing, Dr. Ken Jong. All right. Jason, do you have a favorite thing? I do. That dude is hilarious, though. I'm just now, uh, my wife and I are now going through community and watching the entire the entire thing on Netflix. It is hilarious. I mean, so, I totally slept on that when it was out. Yeah, so one little, one little warning. Season four was not the... Um, uh, the the original writer. So of the six seasons, mm. season four is not the writer. So once you start to fall off in season four, be patient, get back. He comes back. Uh, Dan Harmon is his name. He comes okay. back uh, in five and six. So good deal. Um, for my favorite thing, um, I, there's so many, so many amazing things that uh, have have happened in the last um, since this year has happened, uh, despite all of the. Uh, the, the whole Rona thing yeah. um, in despite of all that, but there's a lot of cool things that have actually come out. One of the things is um, on Zwift. So I was um, an early adopter of Zwift back in 2015. I actually started, I think it was in January or March. No, it was March, March 6, 2015. Wow. And, um, you remember your Zwift anniversary? Well, and, and I remember it because I had to go look it up because um, I got invited to a beta group for Zwift to try out some new features. And so that's my favorite thing is this new feature that Zwift is about to have that's going to be huge for my club and to a lot of other clubs and a lot of other events around, well, the world anyway. And it is a, a club's feature inside Zwift. So Major Taylor Chicago will have a club. You guys can be in our club and then we can just have all our rides can be in there. There's no more inviting people. All that stuff is oh, gone. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's perfect. It totally simplifies it. So let's just say that we wanted to have an event. Let's say in October, we wanted to have an event and we wanted to, um, we could actually just make it inside our club and then advertise it from there. We don't have to call Zwift and try to get them to make an event for us because that's the current procedure. So Zwift Clubs is going to completely revolutionize um, the indoor events because right now, as you guys know, most events have been canceled and everyone's mm -hmm. scrambling to get some form of virtual event. And they've redirected a lot of their resources into finishing up Zwift clubs and a more social presence for Zwift. So that's, that's my favorite thing. And, and I'm part of the beta group. So I'm in there, I'm testing and giving them feedback on it. So it's a pretty cool thing. So if, if our listeners have questions, um, can they contact you or should they send emails to us? What do you, what do you prefer? No, if they have any questions about anything that I've, especially that I've talked about, I'm very passionate about cycling. I mean, right. you know, bikes. I, I don't believe you. I think you're faking it. <laughs> share, share, share your contact. Give us an email. Bikes, or some other way beer, and pizza. You. I know where all the best bikes, beer, and pizza are. So if you want anything to know about those, I got Good you covered. Hookup. My personal email is Jason, J-A-S-O-N, at jaylou, J-A-Y-L-O-O.com. So you can just email me there. I'd be happy to answer any questions. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure our listeners may have uh, some need for some more information. We appreciate that. Now, I would be remiss to end this FitCast without also mentioning, you know, Fonz's birthday was last week. So was Jason. Yep. So happy birthday Aww. to two awesome guys who are fit and fucking awesome. So well, happy birthday. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Everybody cheers. raise your glass. Oh, and uh, cheers. We're raising them. <laughs> it, has been a, uh, it has been a week, I'll tell you that. So uh, that's it. Uh, what do we got coming up? Jason, you got anything coming up? Any Zwift races or anything else organized? Uh, as far as cycling, no, just more, more of the same. Um, 
you know, with all the social distancing still being in effect, uh, we're just concentrating on Swift. There's a couple of outdoor rides, but they're super low key and super small, like four or five people or less. Um, but other than that, my, my, one of my bathrooms and my laundry room is completely torn apart. The walls are open. Don't tell the village. Um, I'm remodeling an entire bathroom and uh, I'm putting in new pipes, new, new uh, copper pipes, new fixtures, just everything. This guy's got some skills. This guy got some hey, skills. It's, we canceled two uh, vacations that we were supposed to have. And um, so that money came back to us. So uh, we're investing it in the house. Oh, perfect. Yeah, well. You're spending a lot of time in there lately, so good idea. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yes, what about you? You know, I'm just going to keep up my training. Um, there may not be official Ironman races, but I'm just going to keep chugging along. I uh, Now that the weather is warming up, outdoor rides are a must. I'm not scared to ride by myself. We have an awesome cycling circuit down here in the South Burbs, so I am going to take advantage of every inch of that. Oh, that's really all I got going on. <laughs> Beautiful. I have no races, but honestly, like I'm right across the street from Peninsula State Park and there is an Woo! infinite amount of trail running in there. Like, yes, there is. Thousands of acres and it's amazing. Like, I don't know how many acres. It may only be like 2,000, but either way, like it opens at six and I wake up early. I wake up by 4.45 and basically I sit there like, I have my banana and my caffeine, and then I poop like at five thirty. I'm like, I can't go in the park till six. Can't go to the park till six. And it's like quarter to six. I'm like, I'm going, and I go over I'm there. Going in. <laughs> I'm going in. Nobody's awake, so I could probably go earlier and not have a problem. But it, you just get in the woods, and I see white-tailed deer every morning, and raccoons, and it's just wonderful. It's just amazing trail running because the sun up here north, the sun in this time of year rises really early. Like this first light's like at five a.m. That's awesome. You know what I have to say about that, Fonz? What's that? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. 